The year is 2023. PBS Plus has just launched bringing the world's streaming services to 4,387. How can anyone be expected to go through all this content? Fear not, loyal passengers. Captain Joe Shoes and his first mate Mez are here to travel through space and time to bring you the best nuggets pop culture has to offer. Strap in. It's time for the Car Jomez Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 330 of the Car Jomez Podcast. I'm Mez, and my co-host, as always, is... I am the magistrate of Caravan City, Captain Joe Shoes from the Car Jomez Podcast. Yeah, you are, buddy. What's up? Gomez, so much feedback on our debut episode that is i shouldn't say debut but our debut on youtube last week fancy we are oh so if you guys have ever wanted to watch this podcast or maybe just keep it on in the background at work you can now subscribe to us and listen and view this at youtube.com slash at car jomez pod i encourage you all to do that a lot of people i shouldn't say a lot of people but people have been checking it out Slowly but surely, I'm encouraged by the uh, amount of positive feedback that we got from those uh, group of viewers. So thank you guys who did watch. Thank you guys who subscribed. And just keep it coming as we roll into 2023. Because I think, Gomez, now that we have this technology at our fingertips, Mm. I think 2023 is the year where you and I finally do a live podcast with an audience. Oh, snap. Okay. Let's go. Let's do it. That's going to have to happen at some point. Mm, I'm excited. It's exciting news. Look at this. So in addition to that, you can remember to follow us on all the social media at Carjomez. Send us an email, carjomez at gmail.com. And uh, leave us those beautiful, spectacular, wonderful Five-star reviews wherever it is that you download this show. They go a long way to help making this pod more accessible to more people and get in front of more eyeballs, which is the entire point. And more ear holes. Eyeballs and ear holes. That's what we're about here. We don't discriminate. We love all our listeners and now our viewers. We love them all. You're all passengers. Come aboard, baby. Let's ride. Oh, man. What an action-packed week we had, huh? Oh, yeah, it was lots of action and pack. Well, we watched a, a full show. No, we right? did. We did. Yes. A full, a full Netflix Eight episodes. Series. Yeah. Yeah, that's a commitment. We yes, did that. We had a poll up on Twitter for people to vote in. And we got a Ooh. bunch of votes. Yes, what kind did. of movies will we be watching for the month? We had some options. Was it childhood favorites that we haven't seen in a while? Would it be young adult favorites that we haven't watched in a while? Or... Would it be the obscure, obtuse sequels that Mm. we may or may not even know exist? Did you have... What did you vote for? Who'd you vote for here? I didn't vote. I stayed out of this one. Okay. What did you think was going to happen here? What did you think was going to win? Honestly, I thought the childhood favorites would kind of Me too, yes. I thought we'd be watching that. That was where I thought we were going to go because we do cater to a level of nostalgia here. I'm always sitting here talking about all the stuff I loved as a kid. And I thought that was kind of going to win the day. But no, those votes came in over 50% Yeah, for the obscure sequels. Okay. that's It was an option. I, I didn't think it would win, but that's fine with me. Let's do it, folks. Yeah, so we'll be doing that going forward for the rest of the month, for the next few weeks. And, uh... I got to say, I'm looking forward to it because you get a lot of these like straight to streaming or straight to VOD sequels that like Gomez used the example of Mean Girls 2. Why does that fucking exist? Exactly. Especially when it's like six, seven, eight years later. Like, what are we doing? And and the thing is, that gets me like, let's let's just let's just pretend Mean Girls 1 was a a true story. Right. Let's sure. Let's take it as a as a documentary. Okay. After all this goes down at this high school and Regina George gets run over by a bus, you don't <laughs> think that would have made national news and people would have been all over like, yo, you yes. better stop, tell your girls to stop being so mean. <laughs> Look what happens. You get hit by buses. 
but there's always someone. There's always someone got to break the mold, you know? Yeah. Disruptors, bro. You know, it's like when I saw the land before time and Littlefoot's mom dies at the beginning. And I thought that's how all mothers die, you know? So I was always watching for cracks in the street. Mom, watch out. Uh, most of those sequels, it seems, are usually like, let's just redo the movie again with, a with new different cast. people. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's just try it again. <laughs> Oh, I'm excited. We got so there's a lot of choices. So I don't know, I don't know how many what we should go for. It's, we could go silly. We could go things we love. You know, I wonder. I wonder. Do we have silly things that we love? I think so. I think we could get some silliness here. I got a list here about. I yeah, probably wrote. I, I wrote. I wrote about twenty. Twenty movies. Okay. Just an idea. And we'll watch looking, them all. We're gonna and, watch them all this week. <laughs> I highlighted some of them, like Mean Girls, that I figure were like a definite that, you know, we're talking about so much, we got to fucking see Mean Girls. Yeah, at this point, we have to. It's like when we decided we had to watch The Beastmaster again, which paid (laughs) off in spades. What an experience. It was the best. So I figured Mean Girls. And then, so I'm looking at the list. I was thinking, what about we watch a Sandlot sequel? We love the Sandlot, right? No, we don't love this. Look at Joe. No, Here no, we no, go. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't. I, I do love the Sandlot. Okay, but the idea of, of going back to the lot, sequel, <laughs> like uh, I know it exists. I know a couple. It wasn't like a few years ago that came out like Sandlot fucking twenty one, where there's, there's two like, of them. There's two sequels. There's two sequels. There's one. one isn't one with Luke Perry? Yes. Yeah, so there's one that's like uh, ten years later. Which is, seems like it's just basically the movie again, because they're like, and a relative of the beast lives in oh, this yeah, house. Okay, of so course. it seems like it's the same. But then there's a third Sandlot movie, which goes, and there's a little bit of time travel in this movie. <laughs> well, as, but of course, as the main character, I don't know who the main character is. I didn't look that far, but they go back in time to their Sandlot in days. And looking at that cast list, there was some. Familiar character names from a previous Sandlot movie that we might love. So I think that's the one that we should uh, oh, man. We should watch. <laughs> oh, man. We're watching Sandlot 3, not even number two. We're watching the third one. <laughs> oh, and speaking of baseball, Gomez, the news Ooh. today as we record this, Carlos Correa will not be a New York Met. He has re-signed with the Minnesota Twins six years, $200 million. So whatever the fuck is wrong with this man's ankle ended up costing him seven years and $150 million. Is his ankle going to fucking fall off in the middle of the season? Bro, at this point, you got to look at this. Like, <laughs> what, look, what's wrong with He just ankle? played a full season. He was on the yeah. DL for like a, a finger thing. So that's like a freak thing. I don't count sure. that, you know, whatever. Yeah. But he missed a few games. But for the most part, healthy, been healthy throughout his career. And been a, a you know, a very good player, an all-star player, a World Series champion. And now all of a sudden, the man's leg is falling off. It's insane. I just... Two teams had problems with this. You know, how often is it like you always hear, oh, you know, these this guy is signed with Team X, you know, pending physical. And that just feels like it's usually nothing happens. Once in a blue moon, you'll be like, do you oh, hear about something course. like this, let alone like this. twice. But here's the thing. Well, like, I mean, the Mets, once you once you contact this guy because it fell through. What were you expecting? Were you like, oh, man, that was really bad. Like, what are you doing? Well, at first, I think the first thought everybody had was that the Giants, this was like an LOL Giants moment. Like, oh, they they had buyer's remorse. They're being way too cautious. Finding, finding a way to get out of it. Yeah. Finding little things. Okay. But then when the Mets started to have yeah. issues with it, and the Mets thing lasted, what, three weeks? I was going to say we signed this? this guy a month ago, bro. You know, we're a Correa watch, day yeah. 18. Like, like, what are we doing? That's what this became. Yeah. And once the Mets started having issues with his medicals, then it became like all of a sudden the Giants fans were like, oh, oh we're sorry, guys. Yeah, we're sorry, front office. You know, we just thought you were being cheap fucks. So silly. I don't get it. You know, obviously he played with the Twins last year, so they have a 
a better and deeper understanding of what's up with this guy, but they still got him for $150 million less than the uh, original agreed upon price. And the years, they're probably more happy about the years that they don't got to pay this guy for fucking 13 years. I guess there was some kind of issue where they felt like the hardware holding his leg together wouldn't hold up for the long term. Mm -hmm. And the Mets tried hard to, I guess, renegotiate that deal. I heard, yeah. And I guess they couldn't come to an agreement there. And the Twins got him for less than half the time that the Giants originally agreed to sign him for at an agreeable price that, you know, they're comfortable with. So, I mean, good for the Twins. I I like seeing a team like the Twins get a marquee free agent like that. You know, I sure. think that's good for baseball when 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 these mid-market teams go out and spend money and have superstar players. You know, and How if you're often... a Twins fan, like you bought a jersey last year, sure. you bought a t-shirt last year, you got to be doing backflips right now. Yes. But at the same time, he agreed to leave your team twice. <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> like, come on. My thing is, how often do these mid-market teams sign this guy and then, hey, Yankees, Dodgers, please come, please take, come this take this contract off our hands? Yeah, I know. Yeah, he'll be a Met in, what, three years? Well, no, like he's got a full no-trade clause. Oh, shit. Look at that. Yeah. His ankle's definitely fucking falling off, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. So I remember... And we're going back about 15 years ago, probably even more at this point, when Vladimir Guerrero was a free agent. Yes, with the back, right? He had back and, problems. And the Mets didn't want to – the Mets were hesitant because of his back, even though it seemed like he wanted to be a Met. Yeah. And he signs with the Anaheim Angels and, like, 10 minutes later wins the MVP and becomes a Hall of Famer. Yep. So, you know, Carlos Correa will never have ankle problems again in his life. And, MVP next year, baby. And we'll go on to win four consecutive MVPs. I'm, put, I'm going on FanDuel right now, putting in that bet. Five bucks. Let's go. But just such a weird – like, basically, the money he lost out on was Carlos Rodon's entire contract that he just signed with the Yankees. Crazy. Insane. I see uh, the Red Sox decided to spend some money, finally. Signed, uh, what, they signed Danvers? At the, at the, yeah, they, they – Gave a contract extension to Raphael Devers, but at this point, it's like, what are they doing? Who's playing with him? That poor guy. <laughs> he got that money. Now he's like, uh, what now, guys? <laughs> yeah. Can, can I get traded to San Diego now? To finish fucking fourth, right? Like, what, what are they? It's a tough division. The it's Blue Jays division. are still stacked. The Yankees. The Yankees. Every time you think the Yankees are going to go on a downturn, they still make the playoffs every year. They're That's always they're there. Always competing. Tampa Bay is always in the mix. Always competing. They're always there. And you know what? The Orioles. Now the Orioles are coming, bro. Not that they're coming. I mean, this isn't going to be the year for that. But at least they show up and play hard baseball, you know? Yeah, well, there's always a surprise. They they weren't a doormat at the end of the season. Up until the end of the season, there was a shot, an outside shot. But they could have grabbed a wild card spot. Yeah, Yeah, they were close. Which would have been? Could you imagine? That would have been insane. You know, but it was so bad. Come the trade deadline, the front office didn't want to add anyone, and instead traded off like Trey Mancini and you know some guys like that. But I don't know. Where? How do you feel about the these extra wild cards now? Like, do you feel like if you're that close, you should take the shot, or do you? Yeah, that's the problem. Trade off because now everybody's in it. It's the same thing now with basketball because they got the playing. So, you know, you're the 10th seed. You got a shot to be in the playoffs, you know? So why are you selling those those players yeah. that everyone's like, yo, Indiana Pacers, let me get those players. They're like, nah, bro, we close. We don't want to yeah. do that. We'll, we'll rather finish the eighth seed. Say we won a playoff game, you know? Say we did this. It's uh, That's what sucks. But, I mean, I guess it's fun, right? Because you get more teams involved. It's parity, right? Isn't that what we all want? We want parity in the league? I mean, I guess yeah. – it's it's a kind of a double edged sword because you want your good teams to you be want a able, juggernaut. You want like someone you, you want the best teams the playing in the most important games. Yeah, but at the same time, you want you don't want these other teams to be out of it by fucking the end of May and then have empty stadiums all over the country. That's like uh, the college championship uh, yesterday. Everybody wants that Cinderella team. Until they lose by fucking 50-something points, bro. Was that what it was? 
I think the final was like 65 to 7. I'm not even kidding. It was something like that. It was like ridiculous, bro. There's no way. The, the national championship game. Yes. They snuck in one of these teams, TCU, a team that I used to play on the football game on Xbox because they were like a bad team. So let me just pick this random team and make them win the, the championship because they're the, the Horn Frogs or some bullshit like okay, that. Okay, yeah. So they uh, they had a great year, and so they gave them a shot. They ranked them number four. They won their first playoff game. They beat Michigan in a close game. And then they get to the championship game against the defending champion, Georgia Bulldogs. And boy, oh boy, they didn't even show up, bro. Got well, isn't smashed. that like, kind of unfair? Because isn't that Georgia Bulldog quarterback, like 35? Yes, he like went to community college. They came back to fucking school. I believe he's like, he is legit like 25, 26 years old <laughs> playing college 65 football. to 7 was the final I, score. See, I told you. I wasn't kidding. <laughs> It was insane. I could only, I can't, I would 65 love to see the five <laughs> to seven. I got to see the ratings for that because it was a blowout from the start. Like they were crushing them like 21 to something. Like they killed them. Not even competitive at one second. If you're on that TCU team, can you ever go out in public again? The transfer portal is insane in the TCU this week. Everyone's jumping shit, bro. Who wants to, come on. You see? Oh, so that's what happens. You want this five to seven. You want the Cinderella until they come and fuck up your championship game. <laughs> this is what happens. Well, remember, and this is going back probably 15 years again. We had the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. The best, and, bro. And I was a big Hawaii fan because I had been betting them hard all season. Hawaii in the over. Hawaii in Always. the over. And the quarterback's name at the time was uh, Colt Brennan. And I believe he had set like the NCAA record that year for most touchdown passes. They were a offensive juggernaut. They made me a lot of money that year. And they got into the Sugar Bowl and they got their fucking ass waxed. (laughs) That always happens. Every once in a while it happens. It's never a championship game. It's always one of those bowls like, let's put one of these teams in the Rose Bowl this year. It's like, no. That was the thing. You know, you got like the, the, what was it like the, the big four major bowls and the yeah. sugar bowl is always one of them. And they're like, Oh, Hawaii's going to be in the sugar bowl. What a huge deal. Hawaii rainbow great. warriors in the sugar bowl. They got smacked. Uh, you know, sometimes it works out. Boise state. Remember Boise state a couple years ago yeah. around that time. That was the one they did that statue of Liberty play. Yes. And they had the, they- yep. I they think they the lost Smurf the first turf. year. They were, they were they all had, over yes, they had the blue turf. Yeah. And, and then the dude excited. proposed to the cheerleader immediately. That's after. right. You see, look at you. Your memory works sometimes, bro. You know what? It's been a while <laughs> since I've gotten hit in the head. So maybe these concussions are maybe CTE can be fixed. <laughs> I don't know about you, Will Smith, but maybe I'm the real doctor around here. Watch your mouth. Don't get slapped, bro. Take oh, it easy. He wouldn't do that to me. He still hasn't responded to my DM about wanting to interview him about the legend of Bagger Vance. So he uh, still not doing a lot of press. He uh, he has a, he had a movie come out. It's supposedly Oscar buzzworthy, but uh, you know he ain't getting close to an Oscar <laughs> after that I be- shit. I believe he could be nominated, but he is not allowed to attend the show. I believe is what the punishment is. Oh, very soon. Very, so technically he could possibly win. Not going to happen. But uh, Will Smith, come on. Come on back, bro. What do we come doing? on? Come to our show. This is a safe space for Will Smith. Except when I start like the, when we talk about Bagger Vance, I think it'll be very cordial and polite. Yeah, but if, gonna... if somehow we make it to his executive producing of the fake ass, horrible ass karate kid, there's gonna be some problems. Nah, I got his back for that one. No, so so good. You're a bad person with horrible It's good. Things. It's okay. It's not. It's not. You still got your your, your Johnny it, he, Lawrence. But the it's thing, right? they could have called the movie anything else, and I would have been like, fine, cool, don't care. But you didn't. It's a movie about karate. It's not, it's not though. Even, it's not even. <laughs> He's supposed to do a judo. He's doing some other shit. <laughs> uh. Miyagi, though. That's real karate. Mm. Eagle Fang. 
That's real karate. It is the best. Can't wait to see this. This the last season. Let's see if they wrap it up. Come on, wrap this show up. Let's go. I want to see it. Yeah, it's probably time. I mean, don't get me wrong. If they come out with another five seasons, I'll watch all of them. But I mean, how far? How much further can you go with these storylines and these characters, and to still have the surprises for the the older fans like myself, as well as keep it in interesting for the younger generation who's now watching this. Are are the young kids watching this? I don't even know. Is this just like an old man show? It might be. I mean, it's always when the new season comes out, it's always in the top 10 on Netflix for the, you know, for the weekend that it comes out until the the next new show comes out. I would guess, man, because they probably like the kids fighting this shit, right? It can't just just be. No, I don't think so. I think you have to have some of the young the youngins for it to be so hot to be number one and yeah. trending and all that shit. I don't think the old man crew got it like that. Uh, but I did watch a show this week, Gomez. Did you? What you it's watch? A, a show that I've, I've talked about in the past. And I, I say, you know what? It's not my favorite show. This might be, I always say I don't have guilty pleasures, you know, cause I'm never, no, I, I no never reason feel, to be guilty. Yeah. I never feel guilty about things. You love what you love. This may change that. Oh, what's going on? What are you watching? <laughs> this show may be my guilty pleasure. Oh, God. Young Rock. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. So at the beginning of season three, I said, oh, they kind of blacked me out because now I, w- I was in the past watching it on Hulu. And then Hulu did something this season where now you can only watch it if you have some kind of network subscription add on to it. Live bullshit. I know. So whatever. I'm like, oh, OK, I know. don't watch Young Rock. Well, guess what? I have Peacock. It's on Peacock. Bro, I forget all the time. I'd be searching for my fucking cable remote, and I'm like, bro, I could just put Peacock on and watch this football game right now. What am I doing? <laughs> it's so I forget all the time. So, and I just, I had turned on Peacock to, I was going to watch that, uh, that George Clooney and Julia Roberts movie that came out where they're the divorced couple going to their daughter's wedding in paradise or whatever. Love George Clooney. So I, I, I still want to check that out. But yeah. in my suggestions comes up Young Rock, and I'm like, I I could watch this. So I put it on. I watched like seven episodes of what's been on season three to this point. And listen, I know we've been harsh on The Rock lately, right? We we haven't necessarily you been know, nice to The Rock. Uh, sure. Yes. You He's deserved that. it. Okay, exactly. As long as you... All right. Yes. But this show... I I enjoy it. It's fun. It's light. You know, for people who have the interest in wrestling that you and I do or came from that era where the, you saw The Rock's rise to becoming The Rock. Yeah. These stories are fun. I love the portrayals of the, the other wrestlers that we get in them. Yeah. You know, like in, that. in the season premiere of, of, of season three, we get the... Rocky Johnson taking his wife and young Dwayne to this big New York City party hosted by Vince McMahon to celebrate Cindy Lauper coming out with a new single for a new music video for Goonies Are Good Enough. Oh, and I'm, I'm, they had this girl playing Cindy Lauper. And I'm like, this girl, I don't know who the fuck this is, but she's fucking killing it. And then I look it up. It's fucking Becky Lynch. Hysterical, bro. <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> I like I I don't but she nailed it. Like she was great. The the guy who played Hulk Hogan, not so good. I it's uh, just some it's of big, these it's a big role to fill. Some of these actors that they get look really, really good. Like you're like, oh wow, that's the guy who played Bam Bam Bigelow is great. How you know, Stone the guy Cold. who played uh is Stone Cold is Luke Hawks. Oh, you know, so he's been on the indies for a hundred years. He used to, I mean, we're talking over 20 years. I, I remember him as Alter Boy Luke back in Alter XPW. Boy, I remember Alter Boy Luke, bro. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's a blast for the past. So, you know, but he, and he does a pretty good Stone Cold. Uh, we had like a guy playing Piper in this one who was, eh. The guy who played Mick Foley kind of, eh. You know, the, the guy's Mick Foley voice was very good. Okay. So, but I'm I'm watching this episode. I'm like, the Cindy Lauper. I'm like, this woman is killing it. Like, I I would have bought that they put Cindy Lauper in a time machine, and this is so like, funny. and then it's Becky Lynch, which I thought was crazy. So good for yeah. Becky Lynch. But 
all these episodes, they're just they're just light, they're fun, and they go quick, and you don't mind putting on the next one. It's just, you know what? Maybe, maybe I'm a fan of the show. I like I like The Rock doing the narration as opposed to being the main actor. Sure. I like the the guys who play Young Rock. The little kid who plays him as a child is great. But really, the guy who plays his father, Rocky Johnson, is dynamite. Yeah. And I don't know how accurate it is, obviously, right. I, you know, but they the way he delivers some of these lines and some of these jokes, you I actually really like Rocky Johnson. I don't know how he was. I never met Rocky Johnson. I never had any dealings with him. I don't know how he was as a person, as a you know, any of that stuff. But in this show, for the sake of this show, I find him very endearing. So I sure. think the guy playing him does a wonderful job. I hear the ratings haven't been good this year. so I heard it was show... one of the lowest rated network yes. shows. Your show is in jeopardy, baby. So I hope, uh, I hate to see something you love disappear. But you know but what? They're... When this show started, number one, we all said they're going to give The Rock a fucking series to talk I about. Know. And now we're on season three of it. So, kind of good I run. mean, it didn't fail. <laughs> no, three years. Because I wonder how, because uh, the story's progressing in time, like yes. as he so, and so you're like the Attitude Era now. Like so Rock right is, now he's he's just kind of joined the Nation of Domination and he's getting his footing with everything. You know, had some went through the whole die Rocky die thing, and now he just kind of joined the Nation. But it jumps around a lot. It's not being told chronologically. There's something happening in the Rock's real life. You know, yeah, like to make him- he was running for president originally. And now oh, it didn't had, work out. He lost the election. Oh wow! The Rock but, lost something. Yeah, he lost okay. Black Adam. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's, uh, you know, like he finds these parables. He's like Jesus. He finds himself in situations where he could tell a story, and and get his point across <laughs> after twenty two minutes of uninterrupted viewing. God bless. The Rock <laughs> teaches a man to fish. Oh, I love it. <laughs> uh, uh, I went to the movies this week, Joe. I mentioned. I last know exactly week, what you saw. I mentioned but... last week that maybe Joe would want to run to the movies and 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 check out the number one horror movie in the world here, Megan. Oh, baby, what a picture! <laughs> now you're saying what a picture, and. It's funny because I saw a lot of chatter on social media about Megan this week. This is a movie I figure I wouldn't hear about, see about, think about ever again. I don't know whether it's just because it was in my head because you had mentioned it to me or whatever the case may be. But a lot of people are talking about this fucking movie, Gomez. So I got to pose the question to you. Do I got to go see this fucking Megan movie? So the movie is very memeable. It's it's got a lot of a lot of things that could be turned into memes. Uh so I'm not as high on it as as all the chatter. Okay. People are loving this movie. I liked it. It's a good movie. I wasn't bored with it. I didn't but how so the move it was more of a movie than I thought it was gonna be. Like it's actually like a real movie. Oh, okay. Talking about things and and topics and stuff like that. And then it just like all of a sudden gets silly with the killer doll stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So I thought it'd be more silly all around. It isn't. But when it's silly, it's fantastic. It's wonderful. You'll enjoy it, you know? But I think you'll you would be like, it's fine. Like whatever. You'll laugh mm-hmm. at it. You'll have a good time. I don't think it's worthy enough for you to So it's not yeah, for a guy like me, not no. I don't need to jump out, run out there and go huh. pay if my It goes on HBO bucks. Max? Yes, I would love for you. It's like an hour and 40 minutes, so it's not long, it doesn't drag. As I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, this movie seems like it's like it's like a PG-13 and it was. I didn't know it was a PG-13 movie." Oh. What so were you? That, what'd you thought? Think it was? I thought it was an R movie, okay. right? So I I thought it was rated R. So as I'm watching it and I'm seeing some of the kills and lack thereof, and I'm going, oh, that's interesting. Why did it, you know, show that? And so 
that may have hampered my experience because I was expecting yeah. maybe something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, a different expectation for it. And so when I saw, I was like, oh my god, it's fucking PG thirteen. So that's on me. But uh, it's not like it's bad. Like I don't hate PG thirteen movies. I just thought I'm gonna see this little evil robot bitch, you know, slice someone up, and it's not really graphic like that or nothing. So, so where where would you throw it on your main man standings then? I'll give it a three. It's a, it's fine. It's a good movie, you know. Okay, it's enjoyable. It's like I said, it's an hour forty. Way worse ways to spend an hour for it. It's fine. You're not going to be bored. You'll laugh. You'll be like, oh my God, that was so fucking stupid. You know, it's a good time to spend. So if you're into the genre, yeah, definitely yes. give it a watch. But if you're like me, who doesn't really like horror in the first place, eh, it could be skipped. That's what I'm getting from this. Yes. Again, I'm I'm on the the minority, it seems here. Most people are, mm-hmm. are loving and losing their shit on it. Me, I'm like, it's good, but you know, not great. Check it oh. out. It's number one movie. It made a lot of money. It made like 30 something million, and they were not expecting that at all. So, no, it it definitely seemed that way. Like a lot of people seem surprised by everything. I mean, it's not it's not beating Avatar. Avatar is still killing it in the box office. What do you office. mean it's not beating Avatar? Avatar is still killing the box office, bro. Really? Yeah. I feel like the, the Avatar hype already dried out from where I am. It's not though. It's, it's already almost two million worldwide. Like it's this two billion. Stuck, I'm thinking two billion. I'm two sorry. Million. Yes, two billion worldwide. So it's already it's already doing the profit. James Cameron has said, uh, "Looks like we're gonna get that fourth movie." So you know, two billion ain't what it used to be though. But it's not done yet. I mean, it's still got weeks and weeks and years to be re-released. So this movie is going to make money. It's already, I believe, 10th all-time worldwide. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's it's but pretty good. Here's my question with that. When they do these lists, you know, like, oh, Star Wars made this much, and Godfather made this much, and uh, Titanic made this much. Now, is that in adjusted for inflation dollars, or is that just what it made in real-day money? So it depends. Sometimes it's adjusted. Sometimes it's not. Usually it's just it's not adjusted. Uh, yeah. The adjusted ones usually go by like uh, ticket sales stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so like you'll see something like ET up there high. Even Jaws is like because it's been it's been out for you know, so long. Because even like Titanic was what ninety seven. So we're coming sure. up on what it's just over twenty five years now. And you look at it and you go, oh, Titanic made a you know a billion dollars. Well, is that a billion dollars in 1997, 1998 money, or is that a billion dollars adjusted for inflation? You know, mm-hmm. I don't think Avatar should get if if tickets were eighteen dollars in in three D in nineteen ninety eight, maybe Titanic would have made. That's what that's that was always one of the complaints, right? It's like, well, I mean, of course, Avatar's the number one movie. It's fucking twenty dollars a ticket. You got to get three D and the IMAX, like yeah. shit, bro. That shouldn't count. I get it. I agree. So Avatar, you're off the list. <laughs> We've settled that argument here. <laughs> oh, did you check out anything else, Joe? Just our big show this week. You know, it was eight eight hours of viewing time, so it did take up. It was a significant investment. Yes, it was. That's the. Uh, it's. I think it's the number two show on Netflix now, after a week at the top. Uh, Kaleidoscope. It's still crushing it. It's still there. So when you brought this up to me and I hadn't heard of it, the concept kind of bothered me. I was intrigued. Yeah. But I'm someone who likes a story. I want it to be told to me the way it's meant to be told. And then I can decide for myself whether or not I enjoyed it. Yeah. Obviously, with a show like this, you cannot speak about it without having seen the entire thing. So if you and I were to come on here and say, oh, we'll watch two episodes and come back, see if we'll stick with it. Ah, that, that yeah. It's not going to work for me, pal. No. Although, looking at our list, it actually would have worked out. We watched the same two first episodes just in flipped order. I found out that, that yeah. was interesting. <laughs> you should put those uh, up on the screen right now so everyone can I see would. our order if they're watching on YouTube. Yes. Um, we did post them on Instagram and Twitter. We'll repost them again. It is a, I'm still intrigued by this. The fact that you have, you have the idea to make a show like this and then you write it out. It, now it is a high series. So yeah, 
you you kind of know where it's got to go or where you sure. want it to go. Yeah. But then have to make it in a way where the next episode isn't reliant on what happened in the episode previously, which is and, what normally happens in serialized television yeah. nowadays. And this show does a a good job where it doesn't really spoil something from another episode. They'll talk about things. There, that, there is still cliffhangers, but there's there's things that you don't know until you watch one specific episode to see something. So it's very interesting how they they pulled that off. I, I found that very interesting. So I'm just gonna go through my order quick. I yeah, just pulled it up. Yeah. So my, I started with. Now, each episode is the title of the episode is a color kaleidoscope. You know, we're seeing through the colors. So I started off with yellow, which was six weeks before the heist. Gomez started off with green, which was seven years before the heist. And then his second episode was yellow. My second episode was green. So after two episodes, Gomez and I had watched the same thing. But I will say after viewing just yellow i would have had no qualms about not finishing this show if i wasn't enjoying it but the way it was introduced and the cast of characters i was i was meeting for the first time i was like oh you know what like i'm interested in this show obviously the star of the show is john carlo esposito who we all know from breaking bad and for being pierce's brother on community <laughs> I always forget that. That's right. <laughs> and he's been like a billion things since then. Yes. But he's the the, the head and shoulders the main guy, star yeah. of the show. But the cast that they put together, it's just such a well-crafted put together cast where everyone has their role and fits it. To yes. the point where even the dude Bob, who's like the the muscle of the group, yeah. Like he's supposed to be the heel, you're not supposed to like him. He's He's over aggressive. He fucks yeah, things up. And it's like, as you're watching this show, like I'm invested emotionally to the point where every time this dude does something, I'm like, you dumb motherfucker. Like, why can't you just stick to the goddamn plan? What is wrong? Oh, he was so aggressive. Every time he's always yelling. I'm like, bro, take it easy. What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> like, there's no need for this. We don't need this kind of negativity in our lives. So I felt the same way, like how you said, after the first episode, because I started with, it was a jailbreak episode. So it was very like, I'm thrown right into this story. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, okay, like this is, and so there's not a lot of characters, because you're in jail, so you're not really, yeah. you don't have the cast of characters. And I was into it, but I wasn't like itching. I was like, okay, you know, all right. I guess it was the premise of the show that that kept me going. I mean, it obviously, it's the main reason we watched the show to begin with. Yeah, a heist. I mean, Netflix drops shows like this all the time. There's tons of heist shows and action shows that come and go, but this was all about the gimmick. Like I said, I saw this. I saw people talking about the gimmick, and then when I went to see it, I saw it was number one. So I was like, oh, okay. They released in New Year's Day, so I think that helped, right? There's nothing going yeah, on. Yeah. You come, you see this show where uh, you start. Everyone starts with episode black, technically, where they explain yeah, how the show like works. Like a, a, it's like a thirty-second thing. Yeah, not even. Yes, yeah, it's like a minute where it just explains, and then from there, they do a, a random list. As you see, our lists are different. I made one correction to my list uh, because they want everyone to end on episode white, which is the heist episode. I decided to pull a, an audible here, and I said, I want to see when I watch the heist second to last, so that when I talk to you, I can hear how it was seeing it in a different thing. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. So, so our first six episodes are all about getting the heist together. Uh, mm-hmm. right? And then our last two episodes are the same but flipped. I have yes. You had the heist. Yeah, I went pink and white, yeah. and you went white and pink. So, so pink was six months after the heist. And then, yeah, the heist. So so I wanted to see how that was. So before we get to the heist, how was it leading up to the heist episode? So there's six episodes we watched. One episode is uh, the day after, right? It's like a couple days after the red episode. Oh, uh, the red episode is the morning after, yeah. So, yeah. So everything else is weeks, years, 
months before. Yeah, so you got six weeks before is yellow. Uh, green is seven years before. Blue is five days before. Orange is three weeks before. Violet is 24 years before. Crazy. Red was the morning after. Pink is six months after. And then white is the actual heist. Yes. So in those first episodes, how did you feel leading up to the heist? You say you like these characters. Did you care about the heist that they were doing? Did you? I grew to care about it as we went along. As I became more invested in the characters and they were more fleshed out and their relationships better explained. Because even like you you would think, okay, like we're going chronologically. Yeah. And everything is being fleshed out. Okay. Yeah. Now this makes sense. This person knows this person through this. And this is what happened, which, but then like getting it from a different angle, I don't want to say that. It made a difference in the way I appreciated it, but I it didn't detract from it. And I still was like being able to follow the episode. I didn't find it hard to follow, even with the jumping around the back and forth. And I found myself getting more and more into the characters. So even the the big bad, I guess you would call him in the yeah. show, Salas, who yeah. is uh, you know, who they're robbing at the end of it. Yeah. Like, even him, I'm like, I want to know about this guy. Very interesting, yes. So, so when so, you get the the that one episode that's 24 years prior, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay, cool. Like, and so, I felt like a lot of these revelations, like, as they were popping up, I'd be like, oh. You know, it was like those moments for me. Yeah, I think it definitely works better that way, right? If you saw that 24 years before episode first, it's different, yeah. You know, you, you, now you you have a reason to not like this guy, and then all of a sudden, oh, I understand. So the gimmick I think works perfectly. I think that's the strong suit of the show is that they were able to do the episodes where, like I said, they don't spoil anything going forward. They drop nuggets, but you're just watching this one episode. Just this is it. This is all that matters here. Nothing else. They might drop something. Oh, that happened last time. No, but this is it, and. I think they did a great job making you want to see the next episode, even though you have no clue where the episode is going. Because you're watching something, they're playing the heist, and then you're 24 years later. You're like, yeah. normally, you're like, oh man, I thought we were getting to the fucking heist. Let's go. But they hook you. So I, I think it was a very good episode, uh, very good series in that sense. The gimmick worked. I couldn't believe it. The gimmick worked. I didn't think. I was going to going in. I was very apprehensive about this. You know, I I'm kind of a stickler for the way I like being told a story, and I didn't think I was going to enjoy this. I ended up really, really liking this like a lot. And I, like I said, I thought there were there were things that kept you wanting to watch more because you'd be like, oh, well, now I got to see what happened. You know, like what else they got for me, you know, because it's not necessarily what happens next. It might be before it might be after. Exactly. And so that, then that's it, crazy. They, there's little Easter eggs about stuff um, that I was picking up on. So the guy, Bob, for instance, is talking about like, oh, when, when this is over, I'm taking my money and I'm going on a beach with pink sand. And, you know, obviously we've been talking spoilers. So if you're still with us with, you know, up until this point, then, you know, you know what's coming when he gets killed. He's bleeding all over the sand and the sand turns pink. And it's like, oh, he's right. on the, the beach with pink sand. And, you know, the when um, Leo is Giancarlo Esposito's character, when he is killed, uh, was it six months after the heist or whatever? It's where, okay, who is this guy? Who is sneaking up on him? Who is killing him? And then there's that episode um, prior where Salas, uh, dur- or during the heist. In the heist, yeah. Yeah, where Salas is supposed to be spending family time with his kid and you see the kid's shirt and it ends up that's the giveaway for that it was the his son yeah. who ends up killing Leo at the end. And I was like, you know, putting those things together. I was like, oh, wait, that's this, you know. You see, so I have a different experience because I watched it in the flip order. So I yeah. so when I see this person coming up with the shirt, I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm instantly like, Oh, that's the fuck is you know, I have it I right away I know like oh shit. And so I know something's gonna happen and poop pop. See when is, yeah, when I watched it, I'm going, but who the fuck ex- was that? Exactly. See, so that's why I wanted to see. So that worked out great. See, I love that. 
So that that's a lot of fun. That's the only problem is you you have to watch the whole series. You can't you really to. spoil anything because my episode one is your episode eight and vice versa. Yeah. Like I've been saw that episode. So that's the only thing. It's 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 a commitment, of course. It's eight episodes. They're all about an hour. One episode's 35 minutes. I believe the red episode is like 35 yes, minutes I, long. I think you're right. Everything else is 40 to 50 minutes. So, you know, it's going to take you six plus hours to finish yeah. it. But uh, if you're into high stuff, I think, you know, this and, is and this the thing too. Intriguing. Is I enjoy high stories. And like, this is a serious show. There's a lot of issues here. It's it's treated as a drama in a lot of ways, but you yeah. still get that heist music in the uh, right places. Like you gotta have it. And I'm gotta a sucker for the heist music. Like dun 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, heist music. I'll play some for you right now. Oh, the guitar is back. There we go. Heist music. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a sucker for that shit. Like, whenever you hear that music, like, you know, and Rick and Morty did an episode on this, like, last year. They did their own yeah. heist thing where everyone turns around and is like, you son of a bitch. I'm in. Like, That's yes, it. give me more That's of that. Need. I'll take yeah, all of it. Put it in a bowl and give me a spoon because I'm eating it up. Love it. So I was going to ask you if you were into heist movies because being into heist movies, I think, would make you, you know, like this show. And because I love heist movies, that's one of the reasons I chose to watch the six months after because part of the heist is always the after. After the big yeah. heist, you always want that afterwards. You you, you can't just end on the heist. Correct. You know, like I, I, the way, and the way the heist ends, I would be like, okay. Like it's a very interesting ed- to want to end your show on that mm-hmm. particular thing. I would think this, I think the six months is a perfect way to end it. It's fitting because you tie up all the stuff because uh, a lot of shit goes down in that six months. You know, people yeah. die. So, like, you're seeing a lot of your favorites are dead. That could be your second episode, you know? So that's kind of... that. Wow. Yeah, that could be. I, if I would have seen that... You know, that's... I, wow. I, you know, now that that's making me think. That's really got my gears spinning because what, what would I view this show as if I saw that six months... Now, by any chance, do you know if they're showing that one as the next to last episode for because you just flip flopped them at the end yourself, right? Yeah, I flip flopped it at the end. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it's always right before. I got to see maybe. Yeah. See that? I don't know. But like, had I seen that episode third, you know, yeah. how would I view this show? It's, That'd be crazy. It's crazy. You know, because even the, the day before episode, the red episode, they allude to things that happened in the heist. They mention that, oh, uh, RJ and Bob, mm. they're gone. But you don't know. They don't know. If, you know, they don't make it like, oh, they're definitely dead. Like, you don't know. Yeah. Like, what's, yeah, yeah. stuff happened. The shit happened. So watching that in your first episode, that's not bad. You're like, okay, all right. But, you know, but that, the, that would the be six months crazy. later, that's the pink episode. The pink episode. I yep. don't know if you see that second or third I don't know that it has the same effect because you barely even know these characters, you know? That's I think, I, you know, to, to get you to feel invested in everything that's going on, because like you said, there's a lot of shit going on. I think it almost has to be saved till the end. That that was my complaint with starting with the, the jail episode. It's because I'm thrown into it. There's not a lot of, like, people are coming to visit. And I'm mm. supposed to know, like, oh, he's so angry at that guy. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm only got two characters here, and yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. trying to break out of jail. Like that should be like an emo, because then it also ends with uh, he goes sees his daughter after 27 years. You know, yeah. so it's like, oh, like that would have been a little more emotional if mm-hmm. I saw that four, five, you know, not one. It's yeah, just like, like oh, okay. So I had yellow first, and I felt like honestly it was a really good entry point. Like, I didn't yeah. feel like there was too much going on already. I felt like the characters were introduced at a good yes. uh, pace. And, because they're, you know, they're like going into the heist and stuff. stuff. Yeah. So I I kind of felt like maybe I lucked out in a sense that yeah. I had this episode first and had a good entry point, you know, to kind of draw me in. And like, because after the first episode, I was like, all right, like I'm on board. I hit play right away. I want to see episode two. So I'm very curious, passengers. Please let us know 
what you thought if you watched this show because I'm very curious to see how it works because maybe starting with the you know 24 years before maybe that kind of messed up your experience there yeah get down in the comments under this youtube video or you know hit us up in the the more traditional ways that you have been doing for the past five six years and we'll respond because we respond to everything yeah and we love the conversation we watch this stuff because we want to talk about it you take the time to talk to me ask me something why would i be rude and not reply back come on we're all friends yeah. here. Like our man Sunil, who tweeted uh, that he was uh, listening to us at work today as he was sweeping the streets. Yes. Thank you for keeping the streets clean, Sunil. <laughs> <laughs> Stayed out of gangs and now cleans up the streets. God bless him. <laughs> no one does it quite like Sunil187. But yeah, look, Gomez, why don't we hit a little music? Oh, hitting it. Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you? All right, it's main man standing times, Joe. Kaleidoscope, Netflix original series. Where's this fall on your main man standings? Listen, I really like this, especially by the end. I had a very great viewing experience. It was a lot of fun. It kept me engaged. Uh, a lot of times when we do these shows or when I watch anything in general, it's not necessarily anything just for the podcast, but you always checking your phone or doing something else. You know, maybe I'm doing something, that, you know, and just have it on as noise in the background. With this show, I felt like it really drew me in and kept me and kept my attention. So I'm going to give it a quadruple main man, four stars. I really, really liked it. Oh, I love to hear that. Uh, I'm going to go three and a half main men here. Uh, had a good time with it. I didn't love it, but I was always interested to see where it went next. But also, was it because of the gimmick? Because I didn't know exactly where they were going so i had mm-hmm. to see what was happening next you know but i didn't i enjoyed it while i was watching yeah. it's not like i was like oh i gotta watch this next but episode that's part just... of the storytelling too i mean that's exactly. the hook of the show and that's the the method they're using to get this uh across so i think even if it is part of the gimmick you know yeah gimmick's draw baby that's it that's why we watched it because of the gimmick yeah uh, do you think they'll do another season where they tell another story? It'll just be like this. I, I think with this, maybe not maybe not the same guy, but I think there's going to be a ton of copycat type series following up after this. It yeah. does seem rather successful. Like you said, it was in the top 10 on Netflix. I, I believe it still is, in all honesty. Yeah. So I I would not be surprised at all if we start seeing a bunch of copycat. Because it's definitely an interesting way to tell a story. And I would want to see another story told in this way to see how it works. Yeah. Maybe not a heist, maybe something else. I think a heist is actually probably one of the better things you could do this. Because you're leading up to something. Yes. Could there be, what else could you, you know? That's the thing. Like, can you do it with just like a, like a hospital drama? You know, like, I don't, I don't know that you could, but then again, I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, not trying to write it. You always have to have some kind of big event, I guess. Like someone has to die or something, so it leads to, oh my god, who killed this person? You know, yeah. kind of like uh, White Lotus. That's kind of how that starts, where it's like a, you know, someone's dead and somebody. Like, could you do a mafia series about you know in this style? Maybe, maybe, maybe that's you know. something you could do it with. An action movie where like there's like some terrorist plot. And so they have to, you know, like 24, right? They got to try yeah. to stop that thing. Hmm, interesting. Remember what? remember 24 as well was like an astonishing concept at the time. Yes, too, it was a gimmick, of course. And I was hooked. I was all about season oh, one yeah. of 24. What a, Like, I thought that was a great show. Love 24. I mean, it kind of lost the appeal for me by the middle of I season th- two. I, uh, I think I did three seasons. I think I did. It was a lot. It gets crazy. You know? well, it just became like, all right, like how many horrible days can this they, single man have? And it's not even horrible. It's like 
they jam so much shit in that 24 hours, yeah. bro. It's like, holy like, shit. Like, I would have loved to see, like, season two be the very next day where it's just Jack Bauer just in bed. Like, it's just a full episode, like, six episodes of him just laying in bed. And, like, every now and then you see him, like, roll over. Roll over. <laughs> Sending the voice, sending calls to voicemail, just not today. <laughs> not today you know, man. like moving the pillow around, like just Jack Bauer asleep. Oh, Let the man get his rest. Love it. All right. Well, we had a successful uh, first viewing of the year. That's good. Let's keep it going. Woo-hoo-hoo. Oh, what are you thinking about? Well, we're going to start our oddball sequels, whatever we're calling it here. Uh-huh. So what are you pulling out of the bag of Mez? Oh my god. My my cockpit just shook, sorry. Uh I don't know. I we could start with the sandlot. Uh we you know, I'm trying to see. Like I said, I had a list here of a couple movies that, you know, like uh if there's a Roadhouse 2, don't you think maybe we should watch <laughs> Roadhouse 2? <laughs> there can't possibly be a Roadhouse 2. Bro, there's a Roadhouse 2. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, you want to watch uh, the Tooth Fairy too, starring our man Larry Wait. the Cable Guy as the Tooth Fairy? Was it the first one with the Rock? <laughs> yes, they made another one because it was so successful. They needed to keep that going <laughs> with Larry the Cable Guy. But like, the wasn't Tooth Fairy. Like, The Rock was, like, a hockey player, though, right? And wasn't that the whole gimmick? He was a hockey player. He knocked out people's teeth, so they called him the Tooth Fairy. And they, all the 100%. fans were Tooth, Tooth, Tooth. So Larry the Cable Guy ain't playing no fucking hockey. Maybe he's just uh, the real Tooth Fairy. I don't know, right? Because wasn't that the thing where he's, like, he goes to be with the real Tooth? I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you know, there's movies like, uh, do you know there's a Christmas Vacation too? No. This, one, this one's, uh, I believe, Cousin Eddie is the uh, main character. Like the real Cousin Eddie, though? or Yes, the real Cousin Eddie. <laughs> Christmas Vacation 2, Cuddy, Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure. That is the oh name of this uh <laughs> Unbelievable. There's so, there's so many choices, Joe. I don't ah, I don't know. But here one of my problems with this topic here is uh a lot of these straight to DVD movies are very hard ca- to find. Kind of hard to find. So we're gonna be uh probably twitching it up here depending on uh what movies we do. Um <laughs> did you know there's a showgirls too? No, but I, I'll be honest. I'm interested. <laughs> I'm interested. Let's see. Let me look. Because I'll tell you what. When Showgirls 1 came out, I want to say I was like a freshman in high school. So the oh, yeah. idea of being able to see Jesse from Saved by the Bell as a stripper was like I was all in on Showgirls. Of course. And if you're telling me that there's a part two. I am also all in on Showgirls too. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Let's see where Showgirls do it. Let's see. Oh, it is available. Mm. It's available to rent. I would buy. You can <laughs> you can rent it on YouTube for $1.99. That's worth it. So after you're done watching this episode on YouTube, head over to Showgirls 2. Ours is free. You get that for $1.99. Everybody goes home happy. Oh, you want me to pencil Showgirls 2? I'll, I'll throw it on the Twitch if anyone wants yeah. to, uh, yes. to really let's, watch let's it. Showgirls 2. Okay, we're going to start our <laughs> month-long crusade of watching these what the fuck sequels with Showgirls 2 Pennies from Heaven. That is the name of the movie. That, that's even more reason to want to see this movie. I don't know who stars in it, 
But, I was gonna uh, say there's gotta be some like absolutely like '80s heartthrob on the down. <laughs> oh, let's see real fast. Uh, real quick, I'm gonna say no, but I just look at real fast. I bet you there's gonna be someone towards the bottom of that list. All right, so that's yeah, it's probably be- someone on the bottom who actually ended up doing a lot more. <laughs> What year was this from? Do you have that in front of you? This is 2011, I believe. Oh, that was a good year. Yes, 2011. Holy shit. This movie is two hours and 25 minutes. (laughs) What? What the fuck? How the fuck did you squeeze two and a half hours out of Showgirls? Who wrote this movie? Holy shit. This is going to (laughs) be... This might end up being one of the great weeks in the history of the Car Jomez podcast. Oh, goodness gracious. Folks, Showgirls 2, Pennies from Heaven. It's available to rent on Amazon, YouTube, iTunes, everywhere. And uh, I'll try to throw it up there on the uh, on the Twitch. <laughs> so once again, that's twitch.tv slash mezmovie. Hopefully, it'll be up there. Obviously, follow along with us on social media. We'll be posting about it. So fucking fun. Oh, what a way to start Showgirls too. <laughs> but before we get there, Gomez. Oh, baby. Let's wrap this one up. It is now time for the big finish. Right, folks, it's big finish time. Who's ready to spin that wheel? Oh, let's go. There Spinning it. it. What we got here? Oh, oh. oh, okay. What does that say? Offspring, Offspring songs. songs. Okay. Mm, that's an interesting one. All right, offspring songs. Here we go. So that album, Smash, is one of my favorite all-time albums ever. It was that yeah. like that very um like adolescent time in my life where it was like I was kind of just finding myself and my niche in music. So I would listen to that like on loop and man. That still holds up in a lot. There's so many good songs on that record. Um, I know Come Out and Play is probably... Definitely like, on mine. But I don't know if it would be on mine. I love it. Jeez. Um, um, okay, so number one for me is going to be a song on the Batman Forever soundtrack. Oh, swerve. Called Smash It Up. There's just something about that song. It's catchy. It's got, you know, that alternative rock mid-90s riff to it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Smash it up. Going to be number one for me. Uh, Next up, I'll tell you what. This isn't off the Smash album. This is off Ixne on the Ombre. All I want. It's like a minute and 52 seconds, but it's just pure adrenaline start to finish. I remember the first time I heard it on the radio, I was like, I need to go out and buy this album right this second. And then on top of that, it became like the song for Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi is one of these, <laughs> such an awesome game. All right, let's make some crazy money. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. It's a great all song, right. bro. I forgot all about that song. That all is a I great song. Number two. Oh, man, that was good. Oh, come on, play. I'm a gone away guy. I definitely got to have gone away on mine. Um, what would be the third one? I'm trying to think. I t- All I want is great because I had forgotten about it. And now you say it, and it is so good. Mm. Uh, there's a song on Smash called um, What Happened to You. It's, you know, kind of a deep cut. It wasn't a single or anything. But it's just, it's got this fun, bouncy beat to it. I don't know if that would make it for me. I'm probably going to have to go with a little chalk at this point and say off the Americana album, 
the kids aren't all right. That was a big hit for a while. I really enjoy that. Yes, it was. I'll go my last one here. We've definitely gone over in the time. Is uh, let's go with "Gotta Get Away." Boom. Yeah, I can see that. "Gotta Get Away" was a good one. Love the first album was great. I, also, I love Ixnay on Ombre, Americana. Okay, couple songs on there. That was that was the end of Offspring for me. Was that third album? Kinda, yeah. I've seen them live. Have you seen them live? Oh, you know. I don't think I have actually. That's one of the few bands that never. No, I don't think I have. They do not sound great live. Mm, okay, but it is a fun show still. It's a fun show. A lot of energy. There's a, there's a lot of energy. I mean, I haven't seen them. It's been a while, so I don't know how they are because they're even older than me. Yes. But um, a lot of energy, and there's a lot of songs where you pop up, like you forget, like how many not necessarily major hits they had. But just even like regular radio rotation. Yeah, looking songs. at that album, I was like, oh, yeah, that one, that one. I was remembering songs that I haven't thought so of. There's a forever. lot of songs where you sit there and you're like, oh, yeah, like, oh, I forgot about this song. So it's, it becomes a very enjoyable show because there's a lot you end up singing along to. I could see that, definitely. All right. What a fun episode we had here, Joseph. Yeah, I had a great time. Mm, hit them with dumb plugs. Oh, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, please remember to click subscribe. Get down in the comments. Tell us what you thought. Certain parts you enjoyed. Tell us what you thought about Kaleidoscope. If you've watched it, tell us what yes, you'd like please. to see us watch. Make sure you click like. Make sure you share it with your friends. That would be helpful. If you're listening, thank you guys. As always, remember to subscribe wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast. Leave a five-star review. Follow us on all the social medias at Jomez. You can buy my t-shirts like this special Captain's Log t-shirt mm. on ProWrestlingTees.com slash Joe Shoes. Check out my food reviews. Couple new coffee creamer reviews oh, up snap. on my YouTube. YouTube.com slash Joe Shoes and all my social media at the Joe Shoes. I'm the Gomez154 Instagram and Twitter. Also, check out that Twitch feed, Mez Movie, right, baby? Yep, twitch.tv slash Mez Movie. And we will be back next week with our very anticipated review <laughs> of the classic 2011 <laughs> sequel. Probably one of the best sequels that has ever existed in the realm. I'm sure. I don't even need to see the movie. <laughs> and I know it's great. I... I would stake my reputation on it. I'm very excited for this. Showgirls 2. What was the subtitle? Pennies from Heaven. Pennies I guess that's her, her name. I hope they're all named Penny. Every girl <laughs> is named Penny. They're multiple pennies, and they look great. They're dropping from heaven like angels. That would hurt, dropping a penny from so high. I would catch them. i catch each and every one of them. So we'll be back next week with Showgirls 2. Stay tuned to the social media to see if we get up on twitch.tv slash mezmovie. Otherwise, you know it. You can rent. You can buy on all those video outlets. But Gomez, until then, let's make like Tom and Cruz. Peace.